actually change? You ever noticed that? Sometimes things appear to change, but they don't actually change. Just while we're thinking about this, Darren, just come up for me, will you? <coughs> How old were you the other week? I'm not going to let this one pass, am I? I keep bringing this up. Do you know what happens to your physical body when you're 30? <laughs> Hopefully nothing. Hopefully nothing. Hopefully nothing. Well, actually, what happens is your muscles start to deteriorate at 1% a year. That now, looking at Darren's arms there. <laughs> but, but, it doesn't have to be that way. If you exercise well from now on, you will build up your muscles. Yes, Mr. Motivator. Okay? So I thought, what better time to start than now? Okay? So I've brought my weights in here. You can see they're not very heavy, and they don't do anything to me either. But if you lift those up and down, just stand at the side and lift them up and down. Oop, there we go. I told you it was, it was a struggle for it. We just have the PowerPoints up as well. Go on up and down. Get it up. Both hands you can do, or one hand, whichever. Just keep going. It is, it is quite heavy. I want us to think about something else. Well, just ignore Darren doing his, his weights in the corner. <coughs> That's the whole idea. <laughs> I'm going to talk about water. It's a baptism service, so what better thing to talk about than water? And I've got different types of water here. First of all, I've got this. Anyone tell me what this is? <laughs> it's a glass of water. Come on, Darren, keep going. Keep going. You can stop in a minute. Okay. Can anyone, any of the younger people tell me what will happen to that glass of water if I leave it there? Any of the young people? Go on, what will happen to it? Fantastic. Full marks answer. It will evaporate. It will take a long time, but eventually, that glass of water, first of all, it'll turn around the nasty colour of green, and then eventually it'll disappear altogether. Right, what's this one? Ice. What happens to ice? It melts. Does anyone want to touch that? Can you want to touch that? Is that, is that hot or cold? Cold. Anyone want to drink this during the service? No, you can see it's melting already. If I tip that upside down here, you'll see bits of, oops, bits of water coming out. It's sort of changing, isn't it? Now, though, go on, Darren. You, you <laughs> we'll give you some ice in a minute. This one is more exciting. I'm going to need a volunteer for this one. Go on, Ethan. Got a joke for you this morning. Ethan's looking really sharp today. Way. Right, I'm just going to check this water's the right. Just put your finger in there. Is that warm? Has anyone ever come across this stuff? Does anyone know what this does? It's called jelly bath. Chris, have you ever used this? Not recently. Not recently. <laughs> it's amazing stuff. You put it in the bath. Come around this side, Ethan, so people can see what you're doing. Now, first of all, are you still going, Darren? <laughs> Go to cut the top off this. Just smell it. Does it smell nice? All right. Do you want to tip a little bit in? Don't tip all of it in, otherwise we'll never get it. Right, that'll do. Right, swirl it round with your hand. Right, what's happening? Oh, you might need a bit more. Tip a bit more in. Go on, you tip it in. I don't know how long this stuff takes to work. Oh, it's getting there, it's getting there. 
It's getting there. Right, put a bit more in. We want, we want to see this really work. That'll do. Oh, now we go. Oh, dear me. What's that feel like now? Do you want, should we lift a bit up? Look at this. Uh, does anyone want to have... Oh, dear me, that's gone really solid. Leave it there. Let's, let's take it round. Go on, you take it round. Come round with me. Does anyone want some? Look at that. Look at that. Would it work in the baptistry? Would it work in the baptistry? If you put enough in, yes. You see that? Look at that. Just put your feet... Just touch it. It looks like it's changed, doesn't it? Darren, you've given up. <laughs> now, do you want to see something absolutely fantastic that will happen now? I'm hoping this works, and I hope we've not made it too thick. Right, tip a load of that in. Not all of it, but just about half of it. Right, that'll do. Mix it up. Let's see if it's working. Is it working? Yeah, it is. What's, going, what's happening, Ethan? It's turning back into water. It's really slimy. If anyone wants to come and put their hands in it, you're very welcome to. Right, it's not to, it can take a while to totally change back, but watch this now. You saw what it was like before, look. Ethan, just move out of the way so everyone can see. See what had happened. There you go. Isn't that amazing? Go on, Ethan, you can go sit down now. Thank you very much. Give Ethan a round of applause. Is Darren still going? Keep going. Oh. Gave you a sneak preview too soon then. You see, all those things, what's water actually made up of? Any scientists in the room? Young scientists, not older ones. Go on, what's water made up of? Hydrogen and oxygen. And actually, no matter whether it's ice or water, or the one I didn't try today due to health and safety legislation, steam, it's all the same stuff, isn't it? It just appears to have changed. Now, Darren, you can stop now. Oh. Give him a round of applause. Now, if Darren was to continue, you've already seen a sneak preview of what will happen. If he was to continue doing that, this has stopped working now. Here we go. <laughs> That's what he will look like. He will also lose all his hair. That's fantastic, isn't it? But you know what? We'll get rid of that disturbing picture. We'll go back. We'll go back. The minute you stop building up your muscles, what happens to them? They go back again. They waste away again, don't they? And you go back to a more normal size. See, sometimes things appear to change, but actually don't. So much change in life that people talk about is just temporary, isn't it? If you decorate a room, is it done for good or does it need doing again? It needs doing again, doesn't it? If you buy a new car, it's only new for a while. It's not new permanently. So much of change is temporary, and we're going to be looking at that a bit later on. Today is an amazing day of celebration. It's a day where we're going to come and baptise Andrea and Ryan a bit later on. And what they're doing is following the example of Jesus. So we're going to have, not another picture of Darren, but our Bible reading for this morning, which is from Matthew chapter 3. I'm using it from the New Century Version, which is the Youth Bible. So it's a little bit different to the ones you've got in front of you. 
says this, I baptize you with water to show that your hearts and lives have changed. But there is one coming after me who is greater than I am, whose sandals I am not good enough to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He will come ready to clean the grain, separating the good grain from the chaff. He will put the good part of the grain into his barn, but he will burn the chaff with a fire that cannot be put out. At that time, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River and wanted John to baptize him. But John tried to stop him, saying, Why do you come to me to be baptized? I need to be baptized by you. Jesus answered, Let it be this way for now. We should do all things that are God's will. So John agreed to baptize Jesus. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water. Then heaven opened, and he saw God's Spirit coming down on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, and I am very pleased with him. And we'll continue looking at that a bit later on in the service. Okay, so Jonathan, just before, was looking at things that appear to change, that don't change. Now I'm going to get my own back on Jonathan. (laughs) We're going to look at things that change and change for good. Who can tell me if it works? Who can tell me what this is? An acorn. Fantastic, an acorn. And who knows what an acorn turns into with the right warmth, water, light, etc. An oak tree. Fantastic, it turns into an oak tree, doesn't it? Fantastic. And once it turns into an oak tree... There's no going back. It can't go back into an acorn. It can produce acorns, but it doesn't turn back into an acorn. Likewise, when a chicken has eggs, once the eggs are hatched, the chicken can't go back into the egg. Once the egg is hatched, it's there and it's there for good. Now would be a good time to ask which one came first, but we won't do that. There we go. Caterpillar. Once a caterpillar changes, it becomes a... Butterfly. Fantastic. <laughs> Jonathan Bramwell. Jonathan promised he would give me a picture of him with hair, and he didn't. <laughs> However, through the magic of faceandhole.com, I found that Jonathan did actually have hair. <laughs> Very long time ago. There we go. This is first in the Bible that says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, she is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. You see, when we say yes to Jesus, it's not a change that just uh, you can change back. It's a commitment that we make from that day when we say yes to Jesus, we change. We become more like him. And actually, there's no going back. And like a tree, uh, for that acorn to become an oak tree, it needs light, it needs warmth, it needs water, it needs input. It, it's important for the growth of the tree. The tree becomes, uh, the oak becomes a sapling, then it grows and becomes a tree. It's important to have that investment in your life. And Andrea and Ryan, just um, some words for you, just encouragement. It's absolutely amazing that you're getting baptised today and it's a real celebration and we are all behind you and cheering you on. But I encourage you to put this down as a marker uh, of your of your faith 
and to continue to work on your relationship with God because God has so much more that he wants to give you, so much more that he wants to bring to you. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. So let's pray for Andrea and Ryan uh, as we move on now. Father God, we thank you for these two. Thank you for the story that they're about to bring. Thank you, Lord, that you have been at work in their lives right from the very start. And Jesus, I pray now that you just give them a real boldness as we come to look at your words, Lord, as we come to hear uh, their story of faith, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Darren. We're going to just spend a bit of time in prayer now. Um, I thought it would be good this morning to pray for those things that actually are on your heart today, the things that actually you want to pray for. So we have done this before. I'm going to go to this side of the church, and Darren's going to say on that side of the church. And we're going to come round with the microphones. And if you want to pray for anything, it may be just you want to give thanks to God for the sunshine, or for the fact that you had an amazing day yesterday, or something good that has happened. Or maybe that you want to bring somebody before God in prayer. Stick your hand up, and we'll come round, and we'll hold the mic. Very brief one-sentence prayers, okay? Then more people can pray. That'd be fantastic. So I'll open us up in prayer, and then stick your hand up if you want to pray. And after a few minutes, I'll round it off. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your greatness. Thank you that on such an amazing day as today, we can come to you and bring our prayers of thanks, those things where we'd love to see you intervene. And we thank you that because you came and you died and rose again, we can bring our prayers directly into the throne room of God. So we pray now that you will hear our prayers, Lord Jesus. Amen. So put your hand up, let's say in an attitude of prayer, but put your hand in the air if you want us to come with a microphone. I pray for um, and thank the Lord for my Fiona, my sister's life and his protection over the years. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the sun. Amen. We pray for our daughter, Laura, and uh, her husband, Sam, working in Uganda. Amen. Just pray for Rachel Stanway, for comfort for her and her family. Amen. Amen. Pray, pray for Sybil Stevenson as she buries Ray on Wednesday. Amen. Dear God, we pray, we thank God for taking our Nana to heaven, our man. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the many happy memories of Mike. And Father, we just pray for encouragement for us to live every day. Lord, for you, in all the days that you have assigned to us. Amen. Amen. Lord, I want to thank you that Claire's operation went well this week, and she sat at the back, even with a sore knee. So we just give you thanks for your faithfulness. Amen.
So Lord Jesus, we bring all our prayers to you. Thank you that you hear, that you answer according to your will and purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. Mike, could we have the second PowerPoint up? Not that one? Although that looks very interesting. That's the one. Was that an acorn? Yeah? You are a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Just two verses I want us to think about, particularly for the next couple of minutes. I baptise you with water to show that your hearts and lives have changed. The words of John the Baptist. And then if anyone belongs to Christ, there is a new creation. The old things have gone. Everything is made new. Who likes buying new things? Yeah, quite a lot of us. Last Saturday, I had to go and buy some new jeans. Um, The reason I had to go and buy some new jeans, I suddenly realised that I had two pairs of jeans that now got holes in. And as my boys keep reminding me, I am far too old to wear jeans with holes in. So I had to go and buy a new pair of jeans. I haven't got them on because the minute you get in the baptistry with jeans on, they become so heavy, you can barely walk afterwards. But I had to go and buy them. But you know, those jeans will wear out. They will get holes in too. And in a couple of years' time, I'll have to go and buy a load more. Who likes games machines, like things to play games? Anyone? Yeah? Who can tell me what that is? Come on, what's that? Do you know which one it is? PlayStation, PS4. Who's got a PS4? Yeah, quite a number. This is the the newest games console that we have in our house. Timothy, saved up and bought it with your own money, didn't you? Yeah. How much was it? £240. Whoa. I don't know how he got that kind of money. Where did you get that kind of money from? <laughs> I save up and I get like 40p and you save up. And you... That is the newest one that we have. We still have this one floating around somewhere. Anyone tell us what this one is? Perhaps somebody from this side. What's this? Let's go right back there. Go on, Alex. What is it? The Wii. The Wii. And this came out, I don't know how many years ago, about seven or eight years ago, is it? Something like that, possibly even a bit longer. And we bought a Wii, probably five years ago, and they were great. You did all these sort of games where you moved around and sort of did dancing and sports and all these kind of things. Going back, this is now before we have children. This is the one that I bought before then. You have to be a bit older to know what this one is. Go on, Tom. Go on, shout it out. Is it Nintendo 64? You're right, a Nintendo 64. Now, I bought that before I was married. I haven't bought a games console since we've been married. Just don't know what that says, but I haven't bought one. We bought one for the kids, but not for me. But this was the one I had then. And it was still all right. You could play Mario Kart on it. You could play Super Mario. And at the time, it was new. It was cutting edge. It was amazing. I go back to the one I bought before then, and you'll see a massive difference. Does anyone know what that is? Go on, Dave. We're coming back to people my age group now. Commodore Amiga. Commodore Amiga. I also had another one at the same time. Anyone tell me what that one is? I bought this one off a friend. Go on, here's the IT expert. Is it an Atari ST? It's an Atari ST. (laughs) The amazing thing about the Commodore Amiga, it was called the Amiga 500. Now, I thought recently that that's because it had 500 meg of memory. But it didn't. It had 500k of memory. My phone 
that is in my pocket. Well, it's not in my pocket now because I don't want to take it into the baptistry with me. But my phone has 16 million K of memory. The difference is massive. But when I got, particularly that Amiga, I thought it was absolutely amazing. It was brand new. It came in this great box. It had all these amazing games. It had a disk drive. You see, because the computer that I had before, now this is going way back to the mid-80s, was this. Anyone tell me what that was? Anyone who's not Dave? <laughs> Mark, do you know what that is? No? Come on, some people in there, you'd have to be in your early 40s or thereabouts. No, you're not. You're not anything like that old. What is it? No, it's not Sinclair. <coughs> Anybody? Acorn? No, Acorn Electron. This was Acorn's version of the Sinclair Spectrum. I've still got the Acorn Electron. It's actually my mum and dad's loft. I was thinking if it had been over there, I would have got it down. And It's worth a fortune, yeah. That actually cost double the price that a PS4 costs in today's money. Amazing. Do you know what the memory was of that? 32K. 32K. Massive memory. Do you know how you loaded in games? Any of the younger people? How do you think you loaded it? Do you think you had a disc? No, it was before discs. Cassette. You put a tape in and you press play and it loaded up and then right near the end of loading up after 15 minutes, it crashed and you had to do it all again. So if you wanted to play the most stupid basic game, it would take you about half an hour to get there and then it would be utter rubbish when you got there. We know 30 years down the line, because that's about how old that computer is now, people will look at the PS4 and say, you played on that? You played on that with that limited memory, with those silly games like FIFA 2018 and Fortnite. These were the things that you were interested in because things move on. Things change. You see, everything goes out of date, doesn't it? Everything wears out. Not only do some things appear to change that don't, but everything in this life wears out. Some things last a bit longer than others. You know, you'd hope a new car would last longer than a new glass of fresh milk. If it doesn't, you've bought the wrong car. But you would hope that that was the change, that was the case. But in time, everything starts to wear out. Starts to wear out. We've been thinking this morning about things that change, that don't really change, and then things that actually do change, and change for good. In that Bible reading that I read a few minutes ago, it was John the Baptist talking about baptising people People who said they wanted to go through the waters of baptism, into the River Jordan in that case, because it showed that their lives had actually changed. But here's a question for you. Why was Jesus baptised by John? Any of the older ones want to give me an answer? You'll probably give me a better one than I've got down here. Good answer. To set an example. Any other reasons? To identify with us. Necessary to fulfill all righteousness. Any others? There was another one. Conform to the law. All these are reasons. And if you're in a small group, you'll be looking at that this week if you're following the questions that come on. But there were people, you know, who thought that actually they were okay with God because they were born in Israel. They thought that because they were part of God's chosen people, actually this made them okay. Now, I was born in Stockport. Now, there are no promises in the Bible linking Stockport with being chosen of God. But it was that kind of way of thinking. Because I'm born here, I'm okay. And Jesus says, actually, that's not the case. It's about having faith in God. 
It's about having faith in God and being changed. Being permanently changed. See, lots of things claim to change us, don't they? Anyone ever been on a diet? Don't put your hands up. That would be too embarrassing. You can answer that question in the the quietness of your own mind. Anyone ever been on an exercise regime? You can put your hands up. Yeah, Darren has, very recently. (laughs) How about going to study so that you change the way that you think? Or going on a course? Or listening or reading a book on self-help, how to change? All these kind of things claim to change us. What about skincare products? I won't ask who uses skincare products. But I used one the other year. If you can remember, if you were here Christmas Day two years ago, you'd have to have a very good memory. Claire bought me a bottle of anti-shine lotion for bald-headed men. (laughs) Did it work? No, absolutely not. (laughs) The only way that would work is to borrow Darren's picture and wear a kind of Charles II sort of wig. You see, we can do all these kind of things that we think may change us, but eventually it all goes into reverse. It doesn't change us forever. Only one person can change us now and change us forever. And that is the person that John the Baptist takes into the River Jordan and baptizes. That is Jesus who is the Son of God. That is Jesus who came, as it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is Jesus who would go to the cross to die for the sins of the world, for all the rubbish stuff that goes on in our lives, where we hurt ourselves, we hurt other people, and most of all, we hurt God himself. And he rises again in glory, saying, actually, you can be part of this new creation. You can be part of something that is new, not just today, not just change now, but change forever and ever. See, the hope of today, the hope of Jesus, is that we can be made new permanently. We can be changed forever. But actually, it's not through trying harder. If you ever try to change yourself through trying just harder and harder, willpower. You you can do some things through willpower. You can possibly exercise a bit more, right? Eat a bit less or drink a bit less or give up a bad habit, whatever it is. But you can't change the inside of yourself. You can't change who you actually are through willpower. What Jesus says is he will come and baptize us with the Holy Spirit. He will fill us with the Spirit of God himself so that that change happens deep within us. What is the change? Well, it means we're forgiven. All that past rubbish in our lives goes. It means that we know we're loved. We know that God loves us. That's what that verse is all about, that Jesus came because God loves us. We can become like Jesus. We have that amazing relationship that we can have with him. And Andrea and Ryan, in a few minutes, we will baptise them because all this has already happened. It's an outward sign of what has already happened inside. But you know, that same Jesus comes to us and offers to do the same in each of our lives today. Not to do a change that will then flip back. Not to do a change that just lasts for a bit. But if we stay following him, to do a change that lasts through this life and forever and ever. Let's pray, shall we? Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're in the business of transforming people. And we just pray, perhaps we've not really heard much about what you, you do in people's lives, and this is all a bit new, Lord, if that's us today. We just pray that by your Holy Spirit, you will 
just encourage us to look at more about who you are and your message of hope and good news. Thank you, Lord. Amen.